This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, October the 24th, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, Monday, October 24th, as October winds down. Thank you so much for joining us on this Monday. My name's Homer Lopez. Welcome to the show. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. The lovely Wendy's here to take your calls, and you can reach her at one 800 951 or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. It's as easy as point and click. Take a look at the products and get the news to disturb the comfortable. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. His name is Joe Jaquin. He is the man, the money. He is the guy behind the show. He is the legacy. It does run in his family. But there's one thing he knows how to do. It's deliver economics with attitude. And I noticed this morning he's carrying a bit of attitude with him. What's going on, Joe? How are you this Monday well, morning, I gotta man? Say, wow. Where did the whole month go? Where does the whole where did the whole year go? I mean, we're already here at the I guess what, next Monday's Halloween? The official kickoff season to the holidays and I'm not ready. I am not I'm so not ready. You, you know, we live on the what we we call it the Christmas light street in your neighborhood. Yeah, and I'm just not ready. Our our family's already putting up their lights. We're doing Halloween. No, I I will tell you, this is the one thing I do appreciate about the street. Just because the retailers put out the Christmas crap doesn't mean we put our Christmas lights up. So uh, I am thankful that, but it's coming. I know it's coming. I just don't want to. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people are like-minded like you, and then there's people like my wife. She's already listening to Christmas oh, music, yeah. man. Right. She's silly. She's silly with Christmas music going on, and she's just got a smile on her furry face. It just makes her happy. Oh, well, you know, uh, that's that's her buttons that are pushed. I'll just tell you that. Uh, speaking of making people happy, we have caught up. We, we were a little behind in the shipping department. Uh, we've taken care of that. Matter of fact, this week, we're shipping all the stuff from last week, so we're we're right back in sync. And I appreciate anybody uh, who's ordering. Of course, when we're behind, we're talking, you know, ten days. You know, and I want to say two or three people went a whole two weeks, which is still unacceptable. And I apologize, but we couldn't help it. I mean, the stuff just wouldn't come in fast enough. Oh, let me just tell you, I've been watching Wendy just hustling. To make sure you guys are getting your stuff. So when yes. you sit here and think, how does your product get to you? Don't think Joe. Think Wendy. She's the <laughs> backbone behind this company. I'm telling you. So, so nonetheless, we're, we're caught up. But again, thank you all for your patience. We do appreciate it. Um, got a nice call this morning. Uh, we we have been just everywhere, calling everybody. Uh, to to try to make sure to stay in stock and and get the best possible products and and uh, make those available to you about three or four minutes before we got on the air, one of those calls actually paid off. Uh, we've got a it's a great one, another great special coming up. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Uh, don't forget the metals, man. We had this month. 
October the best month since the since we first rolled out the plant as far as signups for the metals plan. Uh, you can invest for as little as $100 a month and get four physical shipments a year. Uh, it's just such a great program. If you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, you're a new listener or you've never caught the show when I'm talking about it, go out to allamericangold.com, click on the metals program icon, and you can read all about it. Uh, or if you're ready to sign up, give Wendy a call at 800-951-0592. A lot of different uh, things to talk about today. Uh, we're going to focus mo- mainly uh, on different uh, different people now talking about what they're going to do next. Is the world central banks, are they out of bullets? Are we... Uh, is there no more to gain from the negative rates and the quantitative easing and what they want for the, the governments to do next? I think it's, it, it's, and of course, it's one of these things we told you is coming, right? Get ready. Uh, the tax ban is coming. Uh, no, and it doesn't matter really whether or not the central banks are out of bullets, have bullets, don't have bullets. Uh, The tax increases are coming, and now you're going to see the media start telling you why it's a good thing, right? And and don't be – listen, any time the government takes money from you, what they're saying is, hey, you know what? We're going to redistribute that to somebody else and somehow try to call that economic prosperity. I did see in – and I guess it's that time because the election is coming. Matt, we're less than 20 days. Right, less than 20 days. A uh, big article, Wall Street Journal, talking about all the overrides that all the school districts in Arizona seemingly need. Uh, Levine wants voters to approve an override. They go in there, they said 20 different school districts just in Maricopa County. Is that all of them? I mean, it's got to be close. <laughs> I don't know how many school districts are in Maricopa. 20 are asking voters for overrides. In other words, hey, will you pay more? We need more money. And, and they give you the litany of reasons, right? The state's giving us less. The federal government, here's how it works. The federal government's giving the states less. The states are giving the school districts less. And we want you to make up the difference. And if you pay for the school, right, then they come back and they say, you know what, we got to pay for the pensioners. And then they come back and they say, we got to pay for the deficits. And then we got to pay for Social Security. We got to pay for Medicare and Medicaid. A lot of paying and not enough check. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Double J in the love Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I told you uh, one of those calls paid off this morning. About uh, uh, three or four minutes before we were getting on the air, we got a return call. We have so excited. We we have ninety nine zero, which is a ton. Ninety U.S. $5 Liberty Gold Pieces. These are the old ones, the pre-19. These are from 1866 to 1907. 
Uh, they're normally $395. We're going to go all the way down. We're going to do them at 380 380 which is just a fantastic opportunity. And we got 90 which you never, we never get that. Even when it's not a busy time like it's been the, the last, what, 10 weeks or so. 10 weeks, and this is your chance to get your hands on some fractional pieces yeah, here. Fractional gold uh, doesn't come up very often, uh, and it's just a great opportunity. We do have 90. Normally, when we get them, it's like we got 40. I think once or twice we had 50. This is probably the largest opportunity on $5 Liberty Gold pieces I've seen, maybe maybe this whole entire year. So, uh, and and I'll take the credit, even though Wendy did it. But I'll take the credit anyway. So ninety again, <laughs> Wendy is the backbone. Ninety. I was the one that told her to call, though. I'm a delegator. I delegate. Ninety-five dollar Liberty Gold pieces at three hundred and eighty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about what the the electronic currency that's coming. And and I know it's hard, but it this is a speeding bullet. This is how quickly things are happening. You think all of these rules that went into place about your money markets and your mutual funds and your IRAs and your four hundred one ks were accident, right? Oh, it's just coincidence, right? Of course not. This has been a well thought out, well planned. And it's just another step. And in, in this weekend, we took another one. The very first cross-border transaction between banks using multiple blockchain applications has taken place. And for those of you that don't know blockchain, I will say that is the, uh, I guess, the backbone of a digital currency. It is the record. Right, this is where you know we talk. We used to laugh, and, and Eric used to talk about Big Brother and all that stuff. This is the ultimate in Big Brother. Right, there will now be a digital record of every transaction ever made, except when the internet's go down, and then you won't be able to do anything. But but neither here nor there. Outside yeah. of that, yeah, good point. Right. Uh, Remember that little cyber attack Friday? You wanted to go to Amazon or you wanted to do Twitter and you couldn't get it to work? That means you're not spending any money. But but anyway, the Commonwealth Bank of Australia and Wells Fargo said this morning that the resultant in a shipment of cotton from China to the United States done in blockchain. And now remember what I told you. Right? You start putting all the pieces together. We're going to use our own little blockchain here. Right? China just became a reserve currency of the world. Right? We know we're drowning in debt. It's over here. Right? It's over. And really not just here. Right? Anywhere that's industrialized that's got mountains of debt, it's over. No growth. Destruction of wealth, right? The incomes of people falling, standard of living falling. There's a few, the few that that do well, but the vast majority go the other direction. 
Australian cotton trader Brigham Cotton Marketing brought the shipment bound for the port city, uh, a U.S. division of Brigham Cotton in Texas, and I'll spell the company, B-R-I-G-H-A-N-N. I guess that's Brigham, Brigham Cotton. The companies and their banks said in a joint statement, the blockchain trade, for 88 bales of cotton totaled $35,000. The existing trade finance processes are ripe, and they said they're uh, ripe for dis- deception and, and uh, I guess, disruption. And the proof of concept demonstrates how companies around the world could benefit from these emerging technologies, calling it the creation of of what they're calling the golden record. You know, anytime they say something's good, they use the word gold. Right? Except when they talk about our money. I just say, it's the gold standard. It's the gold standard. A golden record of any set of data. And that they said that this will make things so much better. Apparently we don't have that record now. I mean, come on. The transaction is not the first involving a decentralized database. However, of course, they they mentioned uh, Bitcoin. It is a milestone for the traditional banking industry. And remember how I told you this was going to work. Right? Because before, we always thought, well, we're going to have to change the money. Right, and we, we, you know, people talked about an Amero, right? The Euro is essentially the Amero of Europe, right? And there would be some form of a devaluation, right? You, you, you talk about the Russian ruble. You had an expiration date for all of those people that I'm not turning in my money. They can kiss my you-know-what. Of course, what they do is say, hey, after this date, that color money is now worthless. So you can hold on. You can, by all means, don't turn it in if you don't want to. But you'll no longer be able to use it ever again to buy anything. Which, of course, what? Forces you to turn it in, right? Obviously. Because who would want that piece of paper? Because it's only a piece of paper. No one's going to take it. But you think that if they, if you took the green Federal Reserve notes and they said, hey, on January 1st, 2017, you only can use the blue Federal Reserve notes, you think I'd take any green ones? You wouldn't be able to. No, because I couldn't pay any of my suppliers with the green ones. But that's how we always thought it would work. Right? And we always thought that there would be a devaluation. Hey, 10,000 of the old ones will equal 1,000 new ones, right? And the central bankers, they laughed at me. Simple-minded double. He doesn't know what is going on. We're not going to do that. No way. We're way smarter than that. We're going to go to an electronic credit. And you know what? If you've got 100,000 Federal Reserve notes in your bank, we'll just tell you it's 100,000 electronic credits and no changes. Nothing changes, right? That's what I promise you that's what they're going to tell you. 
But now we see with this blockchain technology, it's here. And they're simply going to say, from now on, all global trades will be done in the special drawing rights of the IMF. And they'll have a fancy-dancy conversion factor. And what is it that the central bank so desperately tell us we got to have, and it's just not cooperating, right? They keep talking about this inflation. Got to have it. Got to have it. Of course, if you have to buy health care, wait, oh, wait, legally we do. We got plenty. Oh, if you want to buy a home or pay rent, you know you got, oh, yeah, we got plenty of that. There's plenty of inflation, but they got to have more. Now all they're going to do is, once we go digital, hey, we'll just make things cost more special drawing rights and we'll get the inflation we need. Not working right? Yeah. We'll just have it cost more. And it's going to be brilliant, and they're already executing it. And you start to understand about what it is that they're talking about. So that's one piece, right? This is, I guess, the first they had to do, one, they had to get China in, which they did. Two, they got to get the deck, uh, the digital technology in place, which they're doing. Three, they've got to get everybody coming out and telling you how cash is terrible and it's awful and only evildoers use it. And let's face it, most people don't really use cash anymore anyway. Right? Outside of, uh, you know, maybe paying to go see your kid play a football game, you're using your debit card the whole time. Then on the other side, and this is kind of what we talked about, the tax ban is coming. And it has to, because the debts are really getting ready to go out of control. We had a 33% jump in the fake number this year. (laughs) Right? Right? The fake one was 33%. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Wall Street Journal, and here, here comes the media. A growing number of investors, I'd love to know these investors, a growing number of investors and policymakers seeing central banks as powerless to revive anemic global economies are now championing a resurgence of fiscal spending. (laughs) What do you call what we just did? We just ran a real trillion-dollar deficit, a fake $600 billion deficit, and we're now championing a resurgence of fiscal spending. Like, I didn't know we took a timeout. When did that happen? Apparently, according to the Wall Street Journal, we had a timeout on fiscal spending. When did that happen? I know. Did you know about this? I don't think anybody knew about it. Did you hear about it? Did they call timeout? Maybe we were out of timeouts. I don't know. A move away from central bank-led policy and toward the use of government taxing and spending. (laughs) Well, I, I guess I need to add a key word. Taxing and spending more to revive growth. See, now, how is it possible? 
in this great world that we live in, where apparently if you take the money from somebody else and spend that money on other people, that's called economic growth. They say that uh, it will revive growth, would end a years-long economic era, and could cause upheaval in financial markets. Because, right? let's face it, without the, without the central bank, there is no Wall Street rally. Not that there's been a big rally this year, but you, you do know. This Wall it's all fiction, right? P.E. ratios are higher than ever. Right, we talk about how these companies can't make any money, even when they beat all the earnings. Oh, they beat this and they beat that. When you read the details, profits were down eight percent, profits were down ten percent, profits were down twenty percent. It says investors, among them the bond king Bill Gross, once feared that government, uh, well, I guess spending was a death knell for the sovereign bonds. Back in 2011, uh, Gross dumped U.S. Treasuries and declared that U.K. government bonds were resting on the bed of nitroglycerin. Listen, we all thought that. No one ever thought in a million years that the central banks would start buying trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of these bonds to try to give the illusion that they were actually worth something. But now they're getting ready to set the table to get back into your back pocket. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Eagle Forum, a national volunteer organization founded by Mrs. Schlafly in 1972 to preserve the family and represent a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now, from the Eagle Forum Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. The subject of women in the military was addressed by both political parties at their national conventions in July. And it's no surprise that Republicans and Democrats came to completely opposite conclusions. Congress must now try to reconcile the same conflict in the annual defense bill known as NDAA. The House version of this bill reflects a Republican view, while the Senate version mirrors the Democratic view. The Republican platform states, quote, We oppose unnecessary policy changes, including selective service registration of women for a possible future draft. We reiterate our support for both the advancement of women in the military and their exemption from direct ground combat units and infantry battalions. The Democratic platform, however, says, quote, We are proud of the opening of combat positions to women. The platform doesn't specifically say that women should be forced to register for selective service, as the Senate version of NDAA requires, but it does call for adding the so-called Equal Rights Amendment to the Constitution. This amendment would, in fact, require women to register for the draft. On July 6, the newest member of Congress, Warren Davidson, offered an amendment to the House NDAA. The new congressman discovered that the Selective Service Administration isn't actually funded by the Pentagon budget after all. So Davidson introduced a very simple amendment to the General Government Appropriations Act. Quote, None of the funds appropriated by this act may be used to change the Selective Service System registration requirements in contravention of Section 3 of the Military Selective Service Act. End quote. Davidson points out that there's been no discussion of this radical social change outside of Washington, D.C. 
Many families back home aren't aware of this, and especially many young women aren't aware of this, he said. That's where another plank of the 2016 Republican platform should apply. We reject the use of the military as a platform for social experimentation. Military readiness should not be sacrificed on the altar of political correctness. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. The number one job of the federal government is to defend America, yet we continue to experience the dismantling of our combat readiness. Go to eagleforum.org and be a part of the blog conversation on how to rebuild and equip our troops. Voice your support for a return to U.S. military superiority on the blog at eagleforum.org. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two U.S. five dollar Liberty gold pieces at three hundred and eighty. I know we had ninety five when we started our toll, or nine was it ninety ninety ninety? I'm sorry when we started our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Please take the time, put them away. I mean, think about it. This is the Wall Street Journal I'm reading out of. You know who else is calling for government spending and tax increases? The IMF. Of course, right? They got the special drawing night. Once a proponent of budget cuts (laughs) is now saying everybody must spend, spend, spend. Those poor Greeks, they got to be, what? What do you want? You made us do the what? And now you're saying everybody just keep on spending. How about this? You know, my my mom, you would always say to me every time, I know I got in trouble quite a bit growing up. And I used to have this group of friends. <laughs> and my mom would always, because I, well, you know, Bobby and, and Billy and, Aaron, they all Ryan, they were doing it. And my mom would do the, if they jumped off a bridge, would you? And I, I probably would have. But uh, but anyway, you know, remember that argument? <laughs> right? Heard it many times. Instead of a single nation or region holding sway, perception has shifted to a more global perspective with central banks at the center of power. Man. Just what our founding fathers told you. Don't let this happen. Though the European situation is unattractive, it is not at the epicenter of ultra-fair yet. The new power center that emerged in the 2008 crisis is central banks. The members of this new international elite group See, that's the other thing, right? They just kind of say it matter-of-factly. International elite. International. G20. Right? All those things that came down on your money markets and your mutual funds. All G20 stuff. The members of this new international elite group, they come from the same educational background. And their perspectives and decisions are having profound impact on policies in various countries. As a result, what we've seen is a shift towards negative interest rates. 
And one of the things that he said very, I thought, very, very smartly, is these are all people that believe each other's BS, right? They've done a great job of making sure that they surround themselves with only like-minded people, right? We don't want the opinions of everybody else because then that may contradict what we want to do. Einstein said, now Einstein, he's a pretty smart guy, when you think. Yeah. Right it's up fact. there, right, right up there with maybe the smartest people of all time. Einstein said that the most powerful force in the universe is the law of compound interest. That works both ways. As we go into a negative interest rate environment, that is self-reinforcing, and I don't know how many times I've said it. You do know how idiotic this is, right? Interest rates at a quarter of a point a year. That, are you crazy? All of these people, now I just read an article where they're talking about they're going to have to go back and rewrite the books that they had already written. Because, you know, all of these guys are academics, and they write all these books, and they write all these letters, and they write all these uh uh, prospectus and all this stuff and, and if you read any of their crap earlier than the last say five or six years they all said if you really want to destroy the financial system go to zero rates and go to negative rates at zero bound rates various forces begin to build up in the economy see right now they want you to believe that there's been no bad effect. Right? Look, well, look, nothing bad's happened yet. Right? So it must be a good thing. Well, let's see how good it is. For example, we're sitting on skyrocketing multiples on Wall Street. The debt is rocketing upward because it's possible to borrow money for virtually nothing. Matter of fact, debt levels are at all-time highs. Corporate debt levels, uh, debt levels of, of countries, debt levels of cities and states, and you name it. The money, in turn, and this is really what the bad part is, hasn't been allocated towards capital investment, right? Building new factories, putting people to work. No, instead... It's been allocated to buy back stocks. If you look at what's happening with asset classes, what you have to understand is that we've reached the limits of what central banks can do. See? Gathering consensus. Wall Street Journal, central banks have hit the limit. Right, CNBC, central banks have hit the limit. All these academics, central banks have hit the limit. He said that the effect of fiscal policy for government could be catastrophic. We are going to have a recession at some point. And given that the gigantically increased government debts the effect of the policies that we have instituted are going to end in disaster. 
and you think about what he has to say, boy, it does make sense. What happened? They didn't build factories. They didn't put Americans to work. I mean, I guess you could drive for Uber, but if you you probably can't get unemployment. But anyway, right? We've got all of these debts. Hillary Clinton's already come out and said, "Hey, we need to actually give more people money." So just in Social Security, I got to increase taxes just to give more of it away. Now you've got the Wall Street Journal saying that Bill Gross and the IMF have said, "Go ahead and spend our money." They've spent $4 trillion. It's just mind-blowing. Never in the history of the world has a government collected as much tax dollars as the United States collected just this year. And yet we had a 33% increase in the debt, and we still had no growth. How big of an increase do we have to get to get the 3% GDP? 800-951-0592. Pick up some fives before they're gone. Just like that, burning through these fives. U.S. $5 Liberty gold pieces, they're 380 And I, I, I'll just tell you right now. Really, really cut it back. I mean, three ninety five is regular price. I was going to do them at three ninety, and I was like, "Nah, that's not good enough." Three eighty five, but I really want you to have this great value all the way down to three eighty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. As we've sold, I know we sold over a third of them, or close to half of them already. Uh, so make sure you get in. You know. Here's my fear about allowing the government to take our money. How about Obamacare? What what a load of bull. I mean, think back to what the president was I mean, promising. Oh my all over the place, right? All the BS from you can keep your plan if you want to, you can keep your doctor if you want to. This is such a great... You know what? It's actually going to lower the deficit. It's gonna, not going to cost us any money. Oh, it's going to cost you less. It's going to save gonna make you money. It's going to be cheaper. And people in the media were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about the premise of what Obamacare was. We're going to give 30 million people who couldn't afford health care health care for free. For, for free. free. No one has to pay for it. The money doesn't have to come up from anywhere. We've just got this magical plan. Well, first of all, they couldn't even get it to people for free, right? About 11 million uh, get it. Obamacare premiums skyrocketing out of sight. A jump of just a mere 30%. It is a great deal. <laughs> six states, six states had jumps of more than 50%. <laughs> New Mexico, apparently New Mexico was the winner or the loser. I'm not sure. 93% increase in New Mexico. Also, remember, if you do not sign up, you're breaking the law and you will be hit oh, on your and the, taxes. And the, they hammer it. They're hammering you. I don't even know. Every year, though. You may not have any money. 
but you're breaking the law. You've got to buy it. And if you don't, they right. If you have a tax refund, they take that. They take it. And and if you don't have enough money left over from your tax refund, I guess you go into debt to the government. I guess. Well, that and they have this plan to take your soul. Um, <laughs> should you get sick, they'll just take it in your soul. <laughs> Did you see this? You know what? And and this is. And you know what, I will tell you, you know what, last week or two weeks ago we talked about we were going to be sponsoring the Wings for Warriors event. Uh, it's been postponed. So Bummer news. Yeah, bummer news about that. As as a lot of you know, uh, veterans are super important to me. Uh, my oldest brother is a lieutenant colonel. Uh, he's in the Army Reserves. He served in Iraq and Afghanistan. And uh, I'm a huge supporter of the military. Did you hear this in just disgusting thing out of California? In California? Did yeah, you hear I, about I watched this? the news bit this morning. But please, 10,000 National Guard soldiers are now being ordered to repay enlistment bonuses from a decade ago signing up to serve in Iraq and Afghanistan. Now, for those of you who haven't heard about this, they were having trouble getting enough people wanting to go. So we're going to, I'll tell you what, you sign up and go. We're going to incentivize you. And most of these people were already former, they were former military people. Hey, if you re-enlist, we'll pay you a bonus. In some cases, these bonuses were pretty big. Five, ten, fifteen thousand. If you were, I guess, some... uh, Certain jobs, you could get even more. Some were getting student debt forgiveness. Ten years has gone by, and now they're telling all of these veterans, you know what, we made a mistake. Apparently, uh, you're, you were the wrong class of person. You shouldn't have gotten a bonus, and now you need to. I know you served. I know you re-enlisted and you went, and, and some of these people, you know, obviously... Have, have they were injured in combat, or they, you know, they they've had uh, traumatic experiences, and now the government. And I'm talking, and this is the government. This is the thing that we're they're just garnishing wages. You don't comply, you don't have the money. Oh, that's okay. You don't have it. I know what. Know what we're going to do? We're just going to take it out of your paycheck until we get what we need. And these are people. They went there. They the government got what they, they wanted. They got out of them. Oh, here's the contract. Right. Apparently, a contract is only good. Right. Oh, well, that's right. I forgot. You didn't read the fine print. Right. Just like all, all, all the others, it says that the Pen- the Pentagon has demanded the money back after audits revealed overpayments by the California Guard. Overpayments. That's a nice way of saying, hey, listen. We had them sign a contract saying we're going to give them this much, and they agreed to it. But 10 years later, we've decided, you know what, that was actually too much. And now they need to pay the money back. Faced with a shortage of troops at the height of the wars, California's National Guard offered bonuses of $15,000 or more for soldiers to re-enlist. About 9,700 current and retired soldiers received received notices to repay some, and in some cases, all, 
of the bonus. In other words, I, I know we told you that your class, whatever your job was, was needed, and here's your 15 grand. But you know what? Ten years later, we decided that the job really wasn't that needed. We had we had enough of those that are bad. There's the government building trust within its people again. It's just disgusting. People that actually served, and you're going to not honor the contracts you signed with them. Welcome to the United States of America. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. We're going to end on a little local news. Honeywell announced that after two unpaid furloughs, they are finally going to have to start cutting jobs. It's the ninth largest employer in the state of Arizona. It has 9,500 workers in its aerospace subdivision. I guess that's where the layoffs are going to come. That's on top of the two weeks of furloughs that workers were retired. Re, boy, it's Monday. Required to take. Also, I, which I didn't know this part. There was also cuts to their benefits and their pay. Changes to dental coverage and merit increase programs were scrapped. Honeywell said they're not going to announce exactly how many people are going to be laid off and that they will prioritize attrition and voluntary departures. But don't worry, they'll actually pay the unemployment claims. Uh, just another, you know, just throw that into the pile. And, and not to be outdone, U.S. Foods, they're a major player well, here as do well. You, do you think Honeywell, you know, cutting their benefits, you know, all those things that they're doing, you know, right there, are they just going, well, our country's doing it, our government's doing it, why can't we do it? You know what? I, I, there used to be these great signs that said, we need you, America. Well, this is it. This is the new America now. Where, yes, you still have your job, but you're just going to get paid less and our benefits are going to cover less, but be grateful that you're not unemployed. And really, I think for a lot of Americans, they are. Because it's not like you're just going to quit that job and get a new one. Unlike... The, the, the fabled little story that the Federal Reserve Chief's trying to tell us about how great the economy is. You know, you just start thinking about from the, the very first, I'll call it, I guess, international block tra- uh, block tra- blockchain trade involving cotton from China. I would have thought it went the other way around. Right? Cotton from here going to China. But it was cotton from China going to Australia, and that one of the U.S. US entity was involved, Wells Fargo, and using the blockchain or digital currency technology, uh, and again, just laying more of the groundwork, all of a sudden now, I gave all of the, you know, from the IMF to Bill Gross to all these academia saying we need huge increases in government spending and huge increase in taxes. Get ready. Because it's all coming. And this is why you need to be prepared. It's why you need to put your gold and silver away. It's why so many of you have been doing it. Just look at all the regulations they put on your money markets and come into your mutual funds that, hey, when it gets really bad, you're not going to be able to get your money, or if it's if it's bad but not really bad, we'll just we'll just put a fee on it, right? We'll just throw a little uh, 
It's bad, but not really bad tax on you and see how you like that. Uh, make sure you call and you put some gold away. Uh, today's special, again, U.S. $5 Liberty Gold pieces, all the way down at $380. So you're saving 15 bucks on per coin, which is a lot on a $380 coin. 800 951 That is our toll-free number. I hope you have a, a great rest of your Monday, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Take care.